What's going on, podcast peeps? <laughs> Good to be here with you guys. We were just talking. I asked Dawn if she was going to do the intro, and she said, no, you got to do your what up, podcast peeps. So here I am doing my what up. Good, good to see you, but I can't see you. <laughs> but if I did, I'd give you a six foot high five. Six foot high five. Air five. <laughs> you gotta laugh during these times. Oh, seriously. <sighs> so I'm turning it over to you. We're 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 just gonna roll. You're gonna roll. I'm gonna let you start and lead and. All right. Do your thing, dude. Let's go. I, yeah, I just wanted to check in, see, see how we're, we're doing. We're, we're a little goofy right now. Um, yeah, it, coronavirus, here we are. Um, what are we, a month in now? Or three weeks in? Well, since the lockdown, yes. Since the lockdown for America, yes. We are three weeks in. Um, I just wanted to ask, how are you doing? <laughs> we're gonna kind of do a little interview like interview each other and and you can ask me first if you don't want to go first no um, yeah it's kind of weird that you're asking me how i'm doing because we talk about it literally every day but multiple times a day yes but for you guys i think it's good because i think we can all agree that this is hitting everybody differently and you know i've talked to multiple friends and and multiple people that are in different stages in different places. And, you know, I think we're all dealing with it in different ways. And, and so that's kind of why we wanted to do this, like, interview style like this. Um, even though we do talk literally every day about how we're doing and checking in with each other. Um, but, yeah, you know, overall, it's, it's been funny because I've, I feel very... It's weird. Like, there is a piece of me that is very aware of what's going on and very aware and conscious of... Like, we've never experienced any of this in our lifetime. And there are many people, like, even our parents' age and older that have never experienced anything like this either. And so, like, we're literally at a point in history that literally has never has never happened before. Like, we've yeah. n- like no one's ever experienced. Never been here. Um, that, is, that is alive <clears throat> right now, really something like this. I think I can say that. Um, at least in our lifetime, I will say. Um, and it's, it's crazy to hear the different levels of ways in ways that people are dealing with them. And I think for me, it's weird. Like I do have a healthy, let's call, I don't want to even call it a fear because it's not really a fear, but just a healthy understanding of, of just how serious this is and how long this really could be and the reality of it and what it means for our future and like not just health wise, but just from a economic standpoint. And, you know, at the same time though, it's crazy because I feel so, there is a piece of me that my soul really does feel okay. Like I feel, I feel confident. Like I feel faithful. There's nothing in me that feels this sense of doom and gloom and dread, like, we're screwed. Like there's nothing in there that feels like that. And I know the reason why I questioned myself on this. And and at first, you know, like two weeks ago, I think I told you that I was feeling like, 
should I be feeling more? Like, should I be feeling more anxious? Should I be feeling more fearful? Like, there are so many people that are just talking about how down they're feeling, how anxious they're feeling, how fearful they are. And I'm just like, why am I not feeling that? Like, I just don't have that feeling. And it's truly because, you know, throughout my entire life, I feel like I've experienced a lot of, a lot of adversity. But at the same time, the last five years in particular, I feel like I have done so much deep internal work that mm. it's taught me how to handle these kind of situations emotionally, spiritually, and just personally. Like that it's so important that during these times of uncertainty of, you know, whatever, that I need to control me. Like yeah. I need to control me first so that I can be a leader for you, for the kids to be in a strength, you know? And that's not like, oh, I have to be strong. There's definitely moments that I have, I feel that fear, I feel that anxiety, but I'm able to recognize it immediately as for what it is and then feel it, release it, and then come on the other side and say, well, here's how I'm going to choose now to show up despite the fact that I know this emotion is here and I'm not ignoring it, but I'm going to move through it instead of before where I just, I know that I wouldn't deal with it. And I think something that struck me the other day that you said, um, we had had like this, this, uh, it was just a tough day. We, we, Sunday, it was actually this last Sunday, we were going to do just a lazy day. And then we planned on working like the second half of the day. And I just did not get anywhere near what I wanted to get done the second half of the day on Sunday. And then we... I had a conference call and you were still working and the boys every day at like four, between four and five o'clock, that's like our family time. Like we just shut off like all work and everything. And we try to just focus on family and give that time to the boys, like our full attention. Well, I didn't get nearly as much as I wanted to get done that day. And four o'clock rolls around, the boys are itching at us to go. And you looked at me and you're like, I still, I still need to work. You need to go play with them. I need an hour. And I was just pissed because I was like, I have so much more I want to do too, but I'm going to shut down and you're over here telling me that you want to keep working and it's okay. And I remember I just was, I was frustrated and I remember feeling it. And then later on, I just felt it, sifted through why I was feeling it, realized I was feeling it because I was just purely undisciplined earlier in the day with getting in focusing. And I came to you and I said, I'm sorry. And that was it. Like, I, it, I'm, I'm sorry. I realized that it was me and that I was being undisciplined and I should have been more structured and more focused when I was working so that I wouldn't feel this way now. And you said, if this was five years ago or six years ago, you would have said sorry, but yada, 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 this is what you did. Or you wouldn't have even said sorry. Yeah, or I wouldn't even you, say sometimes sorry. Sometimes you just wouldn't even say sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and I and it that's what, like, it was another, like, just, it was another, like, just a, 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 a little nugget for me to help me realize, like, oh, shit, like, this is why I don't feel so much anxiety right now. Because I've learned how to feel my emotions and then how to helpfully work through them yeah, and not put it on anybody else that it's not anybody else's job and there are times like I need to talk about it right and that's why 
you know, my coaches that I have, like I'm so grateful for that I can bounce things off of them and, and talk to them through it. But I'm, it's so much more helpful to like have these tools to be able to process this emotion right. in a healthy way <clears throat> and not let it cripple me and make me just want to binge out on shows and just completely check out and or take it all out on you and the boys yeah. and everybody else. And so I really feel like I'm doing really well, mm. like really well despite what's going on. And I feel really, oddly, I feel really, really hopeful about what's to come in my life, in our life, and like really ready. Like I talk about adversity all the time. And so for me, it's like, like this is, let's go. <laughs> yeah, like this is the time, you know, if you've ever been with me or I've coached you, like I talk about this all the time, like this adversity is the time that you grow the most, period. Yeah. And we are going through one of the biggest challenges our country has ever faced. This is the time that you step in. Like this is the time for me that I feel like this is the time that you wait for. Like this is the time that you really do grow the most. And so I feel like I'm just embracing it and like, let's go. Like, yeah, it's hard. Yeah, there are days that I, I wonder like, how the hell are we going to get through this? But I feel faithful that God has a plan. Like nature is, this happens all the time in nature and you can look for the answers there. But God's got us. Like, we're going to come out on the other side of this stronger. Like, mm. and everything in my life that I've faced, everything that I've gone through, I can look back on that and gain faith from that and say, like, I never thought I was going to get through that. And I did. And I am a hell of a lot stronger now for having gone through that. And I feel like this is a monumental thing that we've never experienced. And so for me, my view is like, great. Other side, I'm going to be the strongest I've ever been in my entire life. Our marriage is going to be the strongest it's ever been in our entire life. Our kids, our relationship with the kids has grown yeah. since this all started. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. So that's my answer. I feel great. Like, <laughs> I, honestly, it's weird. I feel great. Like, I feel like this is extremely hard. Yes. Yeah. But I feel really good. Yeah. At the same time. <clears throat> so, yeah. How are you? <laughs> um, I would not define myself as feeling great. Um, I feel like for me, it's waves. It comes in waves. I feel like one moment I'm great, the next minute I'm scared as fuck, the next minute I'm happy, the next minute, like, it's literally up and down. I think what I have learned, though, um, is that I have to ride it. Like, I can't resist it or force myself to feel something that I'm not feeling in the moment. Um, Like, last week when we found out that the boys' school was pretty much done. Like, they had said it's done till like, mid-April, but I knew when we got that email, I kind of knew that it was going to be done for the rest of the year, um, which we got that email last night that school's out for the remainder of the year. And, like, last week, I just started bawling. So just, like, I felt sad for the boys. Like, I felt sad for... And not even me. Like, not because I'm going to have to be around them all the time. It was more of just, like we had gotten to a really good groove with them going mm -hmm. to school. Our youngest had a really hard time starting off this school year. And I mean, I was in tears almost every other day. He was in tears. He was day. in tears every day. Um, it was just hard. And we had finally got to a spot of like, he loved going to school. Like he was 
a champ and like fired up about it and now it's gone and I just felt this loss for them and like our routine and like everything that was going on I love the school that our boys are going to and their teachers like there's just so much in there that I felt I and I I mean I'm feeling emotional right now like I still feel the loss of it um but I've allowed myself to feel it and I cried I cried for a while and TJ hugged me and just held me and Again, like, I get the grand scheme of life. It's kindergarten and pre-K. Like, it's not <laughs> it's not going to affect them. Like, we're going to be fine. I, I understand that. But it's still a loss. And I still understand that, like, I have to feel it. I have to feel it and allow myself to cry. And then I was, like you said, I was able to release it and let it go. And it was kind of like, okay, on to the next moment. And it's mm-hmm. like, all right, we're good. Then, it, then it's like the next day we can't get groceries like it was going to take us four days to get order groceries and okay let's ride this way <laughs> like luckily my brother works for Whole Foods so he was able to like help us out and so it's just been like up and down up and down um which is exhausting if I'm being honest like it's for me it's not it I'm overall I'm great like I am great like sure yes I think I'm I'm we we have so much so many positive things but the ups and downs is emotionally exhausting for me and there are times that i just i'm i think i will either saturday or sunday this week like literally just check out because i just feel it so much i feel it so i feel very heavy um my mom called me yesterday like she's feeling it and so just feeling that the emotion and the heaviness and our our oldest son got on FaceTime and was you could tell he was sad and he didn't cry but his energy like he was sad that he couldn't be with his Gigi and like in that moment I felt it again and there's just things like that that I keep feeling it and it it just come it comes and go like that's all I can say is I'm on a wave mm-hmm. <laughs> I am literally in the ocean riding waves every yeah. second in and out up and down um but it's all I'm so grateful that I have the tools that I do now um you know in in my journey and healing in my recovery and as a an addict or a former addict like I can't imagine going through this like six or seven years ago um I really can't I I didn't know how to deal I didn't know how to feel and so being in this with those sorry our just heads up our kids are around um we're trying to do this with them I just got distracted but um yeah if if I was doing this then I I just can't imagine not having these tools. Um, And the desire to numb out is there for sure. But now I have tools to understand and to feel and to to be in the moment. Um, Where in the past I I would have probably would got fucked up and drunk and stayed completely numbed out. So I wouldn't have to feel any of this. so I will say that, like, in that aspect, I'm like, okay. <sighs> like, okay, I got this. Like, And like you said, like, we've been through tough shit before. Like, we've been through some hard stuff. And 
it's prepared us for this. Um, yeah. So, as we said, our kids will be coming in and out. <laughs> Bear with us. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just, this, what we've been through has prepared us for this. And I feel like, like, kind of like you said, like, this is just another opportunity to grow and get stronger and use all the things I've learned to push forward. Like, I feel like that's one thing, like, the first, I think, two weeks this started, I wasn't really sticking to any kind of routine, and I felt very frazzled. There was one point, like, I just had to come upstairs and, like, get away from everyone because I was just really, like on edge um and I realized it was because I wasn't keeping some sort of ritual or routine for me um it's really important for me to have a ritual like for me it's getting up early having quiet time we we both get up at TJ gets up at 4 45 and I get up at 5 and our boys don't get up till 7 so it gives us two hours of just us time uh, like we don't even talk to each other <laughs> well tj knows not to talk to me <laughs> um, H- hard lesson learned <laughs> took me five years five years to learn that. i i don't like to talk in the morning mm. um but i i realized that like i have to give that to myself especially during this time um i was already kind of doing it beforehand yes buddy we found a new show to watch Okay. It's called Yoohoo to the Rescue. Awesome. And I'm Yoohoo. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, but just ha- being consistent with that time and knowing that I need this. Like, this is important to me and my sanity and for my family. It's, it, it's like, it's crazy, you know, when you give to yourself. I've, you always hear this, like, and we did a whole podcast on loving yourself first. Like when you give to yourself, then you can give so much more to others. And yeah. I really feel that right now that having that two hours in the morning, I can give so much more to you. I can give so much mm-hmm. more to the boys. I can, when we're FaceTiming different family members, I feel so much more energized to give yeah. because I gave to myself first. And I feel it the days that I don't, I, yesterday morning we didn't, we were, up all night with our kids but um not having that time uh I was I felt out of it all day um so I think that's one thing like I'm I'm realizing is in the midst of not having any kind of schedule like I have to have some sort of schedule for me (laughs) I tried putting our boys in a schedule but that just didn't work (laughs) I was forcing that um so yeah, that's that's where I'm at. I think that would be a very healthy description that I am riding the waves of this and yeah. um taking one literally one moment at a time. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, it, it's uh, that's that's why I feel like great is because I'm choosing to take every moment. You're choosing to take every moment. And I just keep thinking like when this all started I knew I was going to feel the waves. Like I knew I was going to feel it because, you know, there's a lot like there's a lot that we were going. There's a lot that we've been through, but there's a lot even still that we're going through. Right. Like building our online businesses like it's it's been such a roller coaster the past, you know, 
it's been, I don't even know, like the last five years we can say, like it's been great, but it's been a roller coaster of us learning, like really, really digging deep and learning so much about ourselves and about our marriage and about, you know, parenting and business and, and helping other people and serving other people and supporting other people. But it's been, like you said, because of that, it's been such a helpful like journey for right now. And I just keep thinking like the thing that, that I'm reminded of every night and every day. And I don't know if this is, I feel like it's healthy, but the visual that I, I consistently have in my head literally every day is as if we are in a plane that is crashing. Like that we are in a plane that is going down and the oxygen masks are falling. And the first thing that they say is to put on your mask first. Mm. So then you can put on someone else's mask. But if you don't put on your mask first, you cannot help anybody else. Yeah. And I just keep thinking like that is the description that I keep having in my head. And I feel like it's helped so much because realistically, like we are going into really a dive. Like yeah. a plane is diving right now. Now, some people, it's crashed. It will crash. It's going to crash. It's in the mix of crashing. Yeah. Some of us, it's going to pull up at the end. And it's going to go back up in the air. It would have been just this big turbulent like descent. The oxygen, the oxygen mass fell. And then some of us are going to go right back up. And we're going to catch that. You know, they're going to, the pilot's going to catch it. And it's going to go right back up. And we're going to get, get right to our destination. Some people, unfortunately, it's not. And I, I understand that reality. But I just keep thinking every single day, I have to put on my oxygen mask. I have to put on my oxygen mask. Like if I don't put on my oxygen mask every single day, I cannot serve anybody. I not be a service for you, for the kids. Like, and our plane is going to go down, mm. period. Yeah. Our plane will crash, period. And so I think that's why I feel so great because the oxygen mask for me, which I know now because now I, I understand, like you said, if I... Number one, do not get up first thing in the morning before the boys get up at 445. If I like if I do not do that, I know who I am. Mm. And I know who I am because five years ago when you were ready to divorce me, you were ready to leave me. I almost cheat on you. The boys literally did not want to be around me by themselves because they're afraid of my angry like outbursts with them, my fits of rage around them. Like. I don't, I know that that's where I can go back to yeah. and I don't want to go back there. And so it's just so imperative for me to know that like, this is not an option. Like there's no option here. I don't care how tired I am. Like this morning, I did not sleep last night. Like it's two nights in a row now that I have not slept more than four hours. But when my alarm clock went off, I actually woke up at 4.15 and just laid in bed until my alarm clock went off. And I was like, bet dude, you're getting up. Like, yeah you're not allowed to sleep in because if I do, then I know what's going to end up being. I will allow what's going on right now to literally control everything. I will scroll every news feed. I will look, I will watch news. I will look all the stats. You know, I'm it's such an idiot, a nerd. I don't want to say an idiot, <laughs> a nerd when it comes to looking up stats and researching and like, I will dig so far deep into everything that's going on right now, and it'll just crush me. Mm. And it'll paralyze me to where I won't, don't want to do anything. And yeah. 
then that's when all hell breaks loose in my life. But it is like that to me is the number one step. And I think that's, it's tough because there's been times where I felt like guilty for saying that I feel great right now. Like I feel, and it's not that I feel great. It's that I feel very faithful Mm. because my faith isn't in myself right now. My faith is so deeply grounded in God and in a higher power that this too shall pass. Mm. When I am weak, then I am strong. Like all of the foundation these last 15 years of my spiritual journey and personal development journey, like I feel like has prepared me for mm. this. And because I allowed that that to prepare me, it laid a foundation for me to say like, I, my faith is strong now. Like it is strong. And I hate it for other people, but I want nothing more than to help other people through it mm. because I know that we have the tools. And I, you know, it's, it's tough because I felt guilty at times as well because I haven't been posting a lot on social media. Like I haven't been doing a lot to really give to other people in that way of like form of communication. But a lot of it's been because I've been sort of figuring out like what, how can I best serve? Like how can I best use my gifts right now to serve other people that I know are where I was six years ago, not having any clue how to deal with their emotions right now. Because I know that there is numerous fathers out there right now that were exact, that are exactly where I was six years ago who do not know how to handle their emotions and figure out how do I handle being around my wife 24 seven while I'm trying to work and take care of the bills and take care of my career and provide for my children and you and and, in our future. And at the same time, give to myself like, because before that, that's not even like as a man, like here's what we think. And I don't think this way now, but here's what I always thought. My three jobs were to provide, protect, and procreate. That's it. Yeah. That's all I thought. Like, I need to provide, I need to protect, and I need to procreate. The way I did that, work my butt off at a job, procreate, cool, let's be intimate. Let's actually just have sex, right? Not understanding what intimacy really was, what led to intimacy. And then... Protect, again, provide and protect for me was the same thing. It was a good job, good career, good solid, like, let me work my butt off and let me just put my head down and grind and focus on that. Yeah. Whereas now I understand in order to do that, in order to be that, like, I have to have these tools in place. Like, I have to do these things. Yeah. And that's like, that's why it's like, it's, it's almost like I didn't even want to say I felt great because I didn't want it to be misinterpreted. Like, I'm still going through the waves. I wrote three letters last week. This is what I did. I do sometimes in my morning routine. So the three things I do in the morning, I get up, I move. So I, I typically do something movement wise. And I meditate, whether that be praying, literally meditating, breath work. And then I, I, um, I write, I read and write. So journal, grateful, like what I'm grateful for, how I'm feeling, what I want to do that day. And then I read something of personal development or spiritual. The thing about those, those things right there is if I'm not doing those, I will give in to everything. The other day, last, last week, three times last week, I wrote a letter to fear. 
I literally wrote a letter to fear. And I, I, I imagined it that I was literally speaking to a person that was fear because it was the fear that I was feeling inside of me. And I just wrote and I just allowed myself, here's what I'm feeling fear. Here's what's going on. Here's what I'm thinking. And I just wrote. And then I looked at it and I said, okay, now what am I going to do with this, right? Like, I need to get this all out and then I'm going to let it go. Twice in the last week, I've called my coach and said, here's what I'm thinking from my business-wise. Like, here's where I'm struggling. Here's where I'm fearful. Here's what I'm like, whatever. And so it's just that those pieces of that's why I feel so great. That's why I can feel <clears throat> faithful and hopeful because of actually doing the work. Like put your mask on first. Putting my mask on first. And to me, that's me putting on my mask first is yeah. having to do all those things. Yeah. And I think that's where like I feel sad for so many other people because right now they don't have the tools to do that. Yeah. And so it's just <clears throat> in this tailspin of just continuing to go down the drain. And and or trying to just hold on to things that it's like in the Bible, it's like building, building your house on sand and rocks. It's like you're trying to grab for these things that may fulfill you in the moment, but long term, you're still with your damn emotions. Yeah. Like, they're not going away. You're still going to feel them. Yep. You're just masking them. You're just putting duct tape on something that was needed, like that needed actual surgery. Yeah. And I think that's the thing is like... That's why I can feel great. That's why I can say, like Paul did in the Bible, for when I am weak, then I am strong. Because I know where my, my hope and faith comes from. Yeah. Right? And if you don't believe in God, that's fine. You need to believe in a higher spiritual power. Period. If you do not, I'm sorry. Like, that's, to me, like, you're in a, you're in a boat that's sinking. Mm. If that is not something. You don't have a spiritual power that you believe in. Yeah. Call it God, call it universe. If God triggers you, like that's fine. Universe, source, divine. like divine, Buddha, Allah, like whatever. But if that is not an anchor of your foundation, like this in what we are going through right now will capsize your boat. It will sink it, yeah. period. So that's where I'm at. <laughs> Get off that. Um, but... You know, I think the other thing that I would, you know, I think that, that I've been just thinking about and, and, you know, watching you, like, damn, like watching you from just where you were, I remember just in the beginning of our marriage, you know, and you, you know, you wrote a post today and just thinking in the beginning of marriage, like you said, you used to like get drunk. Yeah. It was it. Like when I would be at work, you were getting drunk at home. And I had no idea. Mm -hmm. And it was purely because you just didn't know how to deal with your feelings. And yeah. I think like that's the other reason why I feel so great is because I know that you're doing the work too. Like yeah. you're putting in that work. And I know like there's the temptation there for you. And so I just like, I, I guess like I, I'd love to just ask like what... What has made you not want to backslide? Because I know that it can be very easy to backslide, right? Like, yeah. And I know you said a little bit like you, you know, keeping your foundation and, and, and whatnot. Um, the thing that I did love that you did say there was, and I think this has been important for us too, and why 
we've not even like communicated this, but we just, I feel like we're so in sync right now that like understanding how important it is just to shut off Mm. and just purely focus on our family. Yeah. Like every single night, literally between four and five o'clock, we like, it's just a known I, I Not honestly, between four and five. It's at four o'clock. Like yeah, at four o'clock. Shut like, off. and I want. <laughs> I honestly want to continue to work. Oh yeah. Like, and I feel that there is times that I say like I need to work. Like, <laughs> there are things that like I feel like I need to get done. Yep. But between four and eight, like it's imperative that we shut off and just focus on family. Yep. And I feel like that's something that you've done such a great job at because I would work through. Like, mm-hmm. I would not stop. Um, but I, I've, i like, just come to that, like, okay, like, she's right. Like, I need to just stop because this is so healthy for us. Like, yeah. it's so healthy for us just to kind of get in. I think of the when Jesus says, like, let the children, let the little mm-hmm. children come to me. Yeah. Like, understanding that children have all the answers because it's funny. Like, I was like, what are our kids going to think, you know, when we come on the other side of this and they we talk about COVID-19 mm-hmm. and what we're going to go through right now, right? Mm-hmm. And we're going to ask them like, what do you remember about when you were five <laughs> and six years old? And all they're going to remember about is us being home all the time with them, watching endless amounts of screen time, <laughs> which endless amounts for us is like two hours a day. They don't watch more than two hours of, or have two, more than two hours of screen Give time. Give or take. Some days it might be a little bit more. I think that's more on the, our down days that we don't really, that we take off. Um, <clears throat> and jumping on a trampoline. Family jump sessions on the trampoline. Yep. And I just think like that, that's why that time I think is so important for us is because mm-hmm. it puts us in that frame of mind to understand like, this is what's really imp- like. This is where I my, I need to focus. Yeah. Yes, there is chaos going all around us, right? And I think of it like the eye of the storm. Like to me, our our I our family said that time. Yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Like our family time to me is we are literally in the eye of the hurricane. Yeah. Like there is a shit ton of chaos going on all around us, and it is ravaging mm-hmm. endless amounts of lives and jobs and different things. But our family is the eye of that hurricane. Mm -hmm. And when I look up in the eye of that hurricane, all I see is blue skies. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's all I see is blue skies. And it brings me back to the reality of understanding that you can be in the midst of a hurricane and still feel absolute fucking peace. Yeah. Like, peace that transcends all understanding. Yeah. And I understand, like, I understand that now. Mm -hmm. And my desire is like so many other people to want that. But how do you... How have you not backslidden? What has outside of like specifically in your morning routine, like, and I think this is like, this will be helpful because of, especially in light of what you just posted, like coming from an addiction, like background, like, you know, I was addicted at different times to porn and, and tobacco, mm-hmm. right? But yours were so deep. Like I never went into like the heavy drugs, mm-hmm. porn and tobacco could be it is drugs it's it's the porn it industry affects, right now is but insane. it affects the same part of your brain yeah so so how from like just from a, a mom <laughs> from a wife from a woman like what have been the specifics like let's get nitty-gritty here about the specifics of how can we help others go through because i feel like the way that we're going through it right now 
as a couple, like already three weeks in, I'm like, I, I didn't, I didn't think our marriage could get, I knew our marriage could get stronger, but I've been so like, I feel like our marriage is like rock solid right now. Yeah. But in the last three weeks, I feel like it's gotten better. Yeah. Like even better as a family unit. I even feel like it's gotten better. Yeah. So what for you, like, let's like talk specifics. I think we can help other people like specifics for you as a woman, as a mom, as a, you know, wife. Yeah. That you've been able to do and cling. Well, I think, I think one of the biggest things is learning to feel like I, I numbed out for so long. Like, I mean, literally since the first time I was sexually abused when I was four years old, at that age, instantly, I learned to numb and hide. I had to keep myself safe, so therefore I would hide. And that meant hiding feelings, hiding a voice, like hiding everything and like numbing out, not feeling. It, it was easier to not feel. So you get you take 20 plus years of numbing out since four years old I've had to relearn how to feel. Literally, like have I've had to learn what feelings are and connecting with feelings. And so I feel like right now that's been my biggest superpower is understanding oh, this is sadness right now. Like I feel sad. I feel the loss of my kids not going to school. I feel the loss of not being able to hang out with my parents and the boys seeing their grandparents. Like I feel the loss of not hanging out with friends or going to our gym and seeing people. Like, I feel that loss and I connect with it and I feel it. Where What has helped you, not to cut you off, but like what specifically has helped you to identify that? Like to identify it's pra- feelings. It's practice. Like it's, it's I, I mean, it started five years ago, four years ago. Because I, I, you know, I was sober for five years and didn't do anything. But even in that, like, I still felt broken. Like, it still didn't fully help me the way I wanted it to. And so it just started with, like, little practices daily of, like, checking in. Hey, something feels uncomfortable right now. What's that feeling? Oh, I'm mad. <laughs> like, it literally comes down to, like, that basic. And I heard, um, there's a, st- like, people have done studies on this that, the age you start using, mm-hmm. your brain stops developing. So I started using when I was 14 years old. So from 14 until I think I was like 25, mm-hmm. I used. So for 10, 11 years, my brain wasn't developing. So I didn't learn a lot of basic skill, like human skills. And so it was retraining and, and, and really it's truly like checking in, like, you I mean, there's physical feelings in your body that you get, like mm-hmm. when you're angry, you get a little red, like you're, you feel tense, you tingle happy. Obviously those feelings are, you can pinpoint that, um, anxious, that, that shaky feeling. So learning, literally learning like basic feelings and being able to connect in moments huh, I feel uncomfortable right now. Or someone just said something that triggered me. Oh, what's that trigger? Like starting to notice feelings, I think was like very basic. 
But I think it's basic, but I, that, that's why I asked because I think it's so important. Yeah. Because that's where I feel like both of us are like, have had this, like just the awareness. Like, yes, bringing awareness to The first to it. piece is the awareness. Yep. Like, just noticing. And, yep. and I remember for so long, like for both of us, I think I recognized like I would feel so strong. Sometimes I couldn't label what it was. It just, it was, I think for men... It's it's labeled as just anger, anger. right? Mm-hmm. Like, and so it's so easy for us to like know that, yeah, we're we're feeling. Mm-hmm. Typically, it's just we're just angry. We're really it's like levels beneath that. It's typically yeah. either like it's obviously something else. Anger is just like on the surface. But I remember there was times in our the beginning of our marriage where it was like, I knew I would feel something. I was labeled it as anger, and it was right away. Whereas you you would say, I'm feeling something, but I don't know what I'm feeling. But I, sometimes and I wouldn't even know that I was so, feeling something. Exactly. And it would go five days. Yeah. And then you'd come back and you'd be like, remember when you said this and this is the way it made me feel? And I'm like, no, I don't. Because that was five days ago. And there has been five other days of things going on since then. Yeah. And I think that's what's so remarkable. And that's why I wanted you to like get to that point of like, it's the awareness. Yeah. Like that first step has been the awareness. Yeah. What next? Feeling it. Like, okay, awareness, you know, with the... I think, too, like, what I've learned, too, is, like, like with the boys and the loss of them not going to school. What, in the past, would, what would have happened is I would feel it, instantly numb it out. Like, instantly, oh, don't go there. Don't go there. I don't want to cry. I don't, like, nope, don't want to show it. Okay, let's move on. And then it builds. Then something else happens. And then I've got layers of layers of layers of different feelings that I never let come out. And then the next thing I know, you say one little sly comment and boom, I'm I'm done. I'm out. I'm mm-hmm. out. Like, it's, it's it. And I'm a bitch. And then I'm like snapping at you all because of the loss of the boys not going to school. So it's like... Once you identify it, you have to label it, and then you have to feel it. And then it's like, okay, got to allow yourself to cry. And that's where, too, like, that's where addiction, like, for me, using came in because I would feel all this stuff and then not talk about it, and then I'd have a glass of wine. Then it'd be three, four, five, a whole bottle. You feel good. I feel great. Life is good because I'm a happy drunk. Like. Yeah. I'm the life of the party drunk. That's how I am. And mm. so for me, then it'd be like, oh, life is good. Go to sleep the next day, wake up, and all those feelings are still there. They didn't go anywhere. Yeah, body does not forget it. No, it doesn't. So then it was just, you repeat the cycle again. Um, so yeah, like I think that's that's the next step is like, and then too, it's like, okay, I'm sad. Boys aren't going to school. I feel the loss feel it and then I can replace it with something else like then I can see the reality of okay we all have each other we're safe we're healthy like I have a lot to be grateful for like there's a lot of good things going on so I can choose to focus on something else after I feel it like it's not like and I think that's so let me stop you there so what are some of the ways that you obviously like I know these things but right I want to get it out there for people like what are the ways that you have learned to feel it? Um, because there's there's multiple ways that like we've learned there and are. skills. What are the ways that you have learned how to feel it? Because 
I think for you, it's been a lot harder to like allow yourself through it. And I, I love that you said that because so often in so many of the conversations that I have with people and even myself that I've, I can struggle with as well is like noticing the feeling, but then just wanting to get to point Z. Yeah. Like I just, I know that I need to be on at point Z. Like I know point Z is where I need to get to, Yep. but I don't allow myself sometimes to go through it. Right. Yeah. And I think I've, I've, a lot of the people that I've coached, it's the same thing. It's like, oh, well I just went and did this because this is just what makes me feel better. Yeah. So I know I would just feel better if I just go and do that. And I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. But you got to allow yourself to go through it first. Yeah. Like, don't just think, like, great that you recognize that you're aware of it. But don't just go to the action step and think like, oh, like, that's, I'm just done. Like, this is what I, no, allow yourself to process it, to go through it. Yeah. And so what are the, some of the things that you have learned that have helped you go through it? Because I think that's important, especially for married couples. And I think there are a couple of things that you do. That for some, because that you've had to do, because there's been points where I haven't allowed you mm. because of the states that I've been at at times to feel through it. And so you've had to, you've had to use different tools to allow yourself through it. Like, yeah. Speak to that and like some of the things that you've like that you do to, to move through it. I mean, I definitely think crying like I I'm I'm very tough. But I have a very, like, emotional side. And crying is a release for me. Um, and, and I feel it even when I'm angry. Like, when I get... We joke because, like, TJ gets angry and it's like, bah! Like, he's going to slam up, hit the wall and bah! I get angry and I just go into my room and cry. Um, I, like, that's just how I express, like, deep feeling is with uh, tears. Um I know that's one, that's like, I feel like that's the main way for me to really feel through things. I and mean, even when I get really mad at the kids and I yell at them, instantly I cry. Like, instantly. Because it's like, I didn't want to yell at them. That wasn't how I wanted to show up in that moment. And I feel it immediately. I cry and then I apologize. Like, so that's, I think that's a big one for me. And because of, like, for so long I used to be, I felt shame around my emotions and I wanted to hide it a lot, which is why I used, because I, like, you numb out and I'm happy-go-lucky when I'm using. Um, But I realized, like, to release it, I have to cry. Like, I do. I really do. Um, That was, like, the main, that's, I feel like that's the main one for me. Sometimes yelling, like, in a healthy way, like... That exercising is another way, but that's typically like exercising is like, I just, I do it because it mentally like keeps me, it keeps the outburst at bay, Mm -hmm. like releasing it in that way. It's not typically like, ah, I'm angry. I need to go run five miles. Like, no, I just do it every day because it just overall keeps the, I don't know what keeps me balanced. Mm -hmm. Um, I can feel when I haven't done anything physically um and talking like I think that's another big one is just like talking like that night I got upset about the boys school like I cried but then I talked about it It was like I'm really sad that we're losing this like Mm -hmm. I'm really sad that this is what's going on um even like the fear of like not being able to get food are we gonna have enough food for the our family like 
Just yeah, talk. grocery stores going to close down. Yeah, yeah. like just yeah. talking about it instead of holding it in. Like I, that. I, I, that's another big way that I release things is talking. Like, yeah, just talking through things. If someone hurts my feelings, like talking through. I've had to talk through stuff with my family. It's like, hey, this bothered me. Okay, we didn't mean to do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. All right, whew, we can let that go. Um. I would say those are like the two big ones for me is... One of the things I feel like I've seen you lately do, and you used to do this, but you you now, you do it, you started doing it again, where you'll ask for a time. Mm. Like you'll ask for a time out yeah. and go and write, yeah. or you'll go and meditate, or you'll go and... Sometimes cry. Know, sometimes <laughs> just cry, Yeah. right? Like I've seen you do that, like yeah. where that helps you to just move through or go for a walk. Like, yeah. A couple of times, like, you've just gone for a walk, and yeah. you just are able to just talk through it yourself and move through it. Yeah. And I think that's where I was saying, like, the key, like, those things that where I've seen, like, you really take hold and allow yourself to. Because I think there are some people, some women in your position, like, because I was one of those husbands that I, I was in a safe place at times for you to talk. Right. Right? Like, you couldn't talk through things or with me because I would react. That like, or you want to, like, talk in the moment. Like, we got to talk about it right now. No. Yeah. What are you feeling? I'm like, I'm not ready to talk. Yeah. And I've had to tell you, like, back off. Well, like, and that's where I wanted you to speak to that. Yeah. Like, specifically, like, because I think, uh, I say that because I, I want some of the women to, like, hear that from you because I know from a husband's perspective, it was really hard for me to learn how to truly hold space for you. Yeah. Like how to not take it personal and how to just truly hold space for you and just listen. And not be a coach. And not be a coach. <laughs> and, and because that is, I am like naturally that is my yeah. natural thing. Like I have such a heart to not want to see people in pain that I just want to help fix. Like, yeah. And not fix in like, a, like a, a, a negative way, but like fix to help you move through it. Yeah. And I've had to learn just to shut up. Like there are times I literally just need to shut up and ask you, what do you need from me? Right. But I know that there are a lot of women out there that their husbands are not at a place where they can do that for them. And I think it's important to have different things that they can use and do to help them move through this. Because naturally, the feminine energy feels deeper. Yeah. Men, we feel it. Like, we all have masculine and, and feminine energy, right? right? But I think for women, it's it's a lot easier for you to feel, but not feel the safety in order to express actually feel it, it and express yeah. it. Because as men, it's, again, we want to fix. Yeah. Like, we want to protect, right? Yeah. Like we just want to fix it. And it's hard for us to just hold space for you. And I think that's why I wanted to, like, have you share that because yeah. it's... It's been something that I've seen you really do over the years. Now I think I'm at a place now where I can hold space. Yeah. And so you can just talk and tell me like, this is what I'm feeling and why I'm feeling it. And I can just hold space for you and just, like you said, like the other day, just hold you and allow you to cry and allow you just to be and not take it personal and not feel like I need to fix you. Yeah. But just allow you to move through it because that's what you need right now. Yeah. Whereas in the past I wouldn't do that. Yeah. Right. Um, so, yeah, I'm grateful you shared that because it's something that I've I've watched you grow so much in. Mm-hmm. And out of, at times, necessity because I was not at a place where I could do that for you. Yeah. 
and you needed to develop other practices to help you. Yeah. Or else you would have just, like the beginning of a marriage when I couldn't hold space for you, I didn't know how to. And instead, before you had these tools and practices, you would just use. Yeah. And I feel like I contributed to that so much more because I, I didn't know how to hold space. Like yeah. I did not know how to allow you to feel through these kind of things. Yeah. And thank God we do because right now, like I'm like, there's like, we would come out on this other side probably getting divorced yeah. if we hadn't like yeah. learned these practices and tools. No, it's so true. Well, um, I think something else you just said too that I've learned is not to take things personally. Um, that's a hard one, but like understanding that I can't control other people. Like all I can do is control myself. And that's been a big one that I feel I, I used to take things on personally or take offense very easily. Um, and you know, and that comes from a place of lack, like that comes from me not believing in myself and loving myself. And it's, it, it has been a practice of understanding like this isn't, this has nothing to do with me. Like that day that you like snapped at me because I was working too much was like, I I had the thought I was like, okay, you're mad at me because I work too much. Like, <laughs> okay, like yeah. that's that's not on me. Like that's not my fault. Yeah, <laughs> like, I literally had that thought, but it was a powerful moment because, I, and I remember like a little bit, like a few minutes later, I was like coming and singing, and I was like, this is weird. I. I should be like I in the past I would be pissed about this like I would re would have reacted to mm-hmm. you saying that and take it personally and it was just like no this it's not on me like that's you and your feelings mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just it's powerful I think in a marriage especially like not to take I mean it it, it plays out in all relationships 100 um, but it does show up powerfully as a married couple like not to take things personally like. Yeah. I can't own you and your feelings. Like, all I can do is own me. And that, you know, as a former addict, like, that's a big piece is, like, I, all I can do is own myself and, like, my choices and what I'm doing and how I'm showing up. It's it's not about anyone else. Like, and, and you know, like, during this time, I I don't think I've had one thought to use like I really I there may have been one night that I was like man it would be nice to have a glass of wine but that's not I don't even consider that like how it used to be like more of just like to relax and unwind um but I don't there's no there's not an ounce of desire to like to get fucked up like yeah I don't I don't want that like I I don't even have, like, it literally has not even been like, oh, this would be so much better if I was yeah getting wasted. like I know, it's so crazy. It's so crazy that you said that because I thought, I had that thought the other night. I haven't wanted to smoke weed. I haven't wanted to drink anything. And I haven't, you know what I realized the other day too? I haven't touched a drop of alcohol since the, since like. January. Before January because I didn't even drink, like, I think I might have drank once in December. Yeah. Um, but when I started in the beginning of January, when I started that, that program where I was like, okay, I'm going to give up alcohol right now and, you know, really get disciplined about my diet and my working out. And I was doing two days and stuff like that. But I was thinking the other day, like I, I literally have no desire, like going through this now, something like this, like 
I have built up now the practices yeah. of like, I want to be fully engaged in my right mind right now. Yeah. Like I want to be fully engaged in my right mind because, and this is where my sports analogies will come in, <laughs> because I feel that it's that like, and guys out there, like you'll appreciate this and understand this if you've played sports before. But to me, like what we're going through right now is like, we're in that like game of games mm. that it's the fourth quarter and you're in a dogfight and it's going back and forth and you just feel like you are getting beat down, beat down, beat down. And all of that training mm. that you did in the off season, all the double sessions, all the pain that you went through before that has come for this game, this moment yeah. where you feel like you have built up the mental toughness of understanding that like this is the moment that you suffered all those times. This is that moment. Mm. This is that moment that you need to dig deep and you need to hear that voice of I can, I will, I am. Like I am going to get through this. And there's nothing in me that wants anything in my mind that is going to get me off focus because I know that that one little thing can jeopardize that game. Yeah. Like that one little thing. If I let that one little doubt creep in, it is going to jeopardize how I show up in this game. And I need every ounce of my energy right now. I need every advantage that I can have right now. Because if I don't, I'm not going to come out on the other side of that game feeling proud of what I did, win or lose. Whatever you define win or losing, right? Yeah. It's still yet to be said, like what we as a family are going to experience Mm-hmm. we still have no idea how we're going to come out on the other side. But I damn sure know that we are going to come out more faithful, more internally strong, and stronger as a marriage and as a family, yeah. regardless of what happens to our outside circumstances. And it's crazy because that's why, like I've realized, like that's why I don't want to have any substance that's going to like hinder that, hinder that yeah. and make me numb out. Yeah, Because it's just... Yeah, like I was like, I was honestly, I was like so proud and so shocked at the same time. Yeah. Because there have been times in the past where like I did, I just, I would just purely want to numb out. Yeah. And I did. I would purely numb out in whatever forms those were, right? Like, hence why I almost cheated on you. Yeah. Hence why I got to a place where outwardly everyone thought I was doing great. But Behind the scenes, I was smoking a ton of weed again, mm-hmm. which I hadn't touched in 17 years. Yeah. I was drinking and I just, I just didn't want to feel yeah. until it got to that place where it was very raw and realized like I may lose you. Mm. I may lose my family of which I made a vow at 15 years old that I was never going to get a divorce, never cheat on my wife. And I was going to leave a legacy for my kids and my family that I was going to break all these chains of what yeah. I saw growing up. Yeah. And now it's like we're in that stage where I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing anything to jeopardize that now. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Like cannot. Yeah. And I'm so grateful that like you're at that place now too, mm-hmm. that you want nothing to do with that because now I'm like, bet like, we're going to come out on this the other side. Yeah. Right? Like, we have to come out on this the other side stronger. Yeah. Because we're doing it together, but separately. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest thing is like doing it together, but separate. Because if 
one of us is not carrying our... I shouldn't say that because we've each at time carried the weight for the other. When one is weak, right? the other is strong. Yeah. And I think that like that's... It's so nice to be in this place of like both of us mm-hmm. really fighting for ourselves. Yeah. And putting on our own mask first so that we can be there for each other. Yeah. Um, anything you... No, I mean, I, I feel like the only other thing that you just said in there that, like, I thought of was, like, it's one moment at a time, one step at a time, one breath at a time. Like, this is a lot. This is really heavy, what's going on. And I don't want you to think, and those of you listening, that we are negating that by any means. Like, no. this is extremely heavy. This is a lot to take on. This is a lot to bear. Like... Having our kids around 24-7 <laughs> is fucking hard. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. <clears throat> That's where it is. One moment, one step, one breath. But we have all the tools. We can do it. We are going to come out stronger in this. We don't know what's to come. We don't know who we're going to lose in the next few weeks. Like, let's be honest, this thing is brutal. And it's it's killing people right and left. Like... I don't know what the future holds, but right now I have my breath. I have one step, one moment, and you just keep going. And I think that's, that's what I want to end it on. It's like, this is real. Like this is this is scary, and there's no talking over that. One hundred. And we're in it with you. Like yeah. we are in this with you. We are we are feeling all the things. Um, but we're true. Like, I'm truly grateful for the tools that I have and where I'm at right now. Um, like you said, I I didn't play sports, competitive sports. I, or I should say team sports. Um, so I don't know that analogy as much as, as passionately as you feel it, (laughs) but I feel that everything I've been through has brought me to this moment so much stronger and so much more prepared and we're gonna get through it like we will I know we will and we will be stronger and I don't know what's to come but one step at a time yeah yeah and I I I want to echo that you know I think that's the thing that I wanted to end on as well was understanding that I am not blind to understand what is going on and how I think the thing for me is you asked me a question a couple weeks ago when this first started that what would this look like if I was the boy's age in Mm -hmm. my life going through this? And I think that's what why I feel like I have such a healthy sense of gratitude for where I'm at right now and why I don't why I do feel great, um, because it comes from a deep place of gratitude. Because when I was the boy's age, I don't know what we would be. Like, we would not be in a good place. Mm. I mean... Your mom's job My mom's job was reliant upon her being physically working at that time. Yeah. And the truth is, like, she would not have been working. Like, she would not have been working at this time. Yeah. We would have been solely relying on child support and the government. We already were. And 
I know there are many families out there that are, are experiencing that. And it's a very sobering reality to me because I understand what that looks like. I understand what it is like being around alcoholics. I understand what it is like being around drugs. I understand what it is like growing up around mental instability and mental, like literally mental problems like of family members. I understand what it is like to be around domestic violence, like very raw and real. But... I also understand and have seen my mother, my family members, and myself come out of those times stronger than ever. And I know that right now, there are some of you out there that are struggling and are going through that, what I went through and what it would have been like if I was going through as that little kid, Mm -hmm. right? But I also know on the other side, that anything we go through, no matter how hard, we can and will get through it. Period. <clears throat> you and I may lose some people. I understand that's a reality. Some people that we know have already lost people. And I hate it. I feel it so deeply like you. I've cried. I've gotten mad. But like you said, it's one moment, one step one breath at a time. It's bringing yourself back to being present. That's all we have. And I think that to me is what I hope everybody takes away from this is how fragile Mm. life really is. When you understand the reality of how fragile life really is, you understand that you should be so dang grateful for every moment. And I have had to learn that lesson over and over and over again. And I think I'm continuing to learn that lesson over and over and over again. But if there's anything we can take away from what is going on right now and what the whole entire world is experiencing is how precious and how fragile our lives really are. If you are out there and you have... You, you don't have these tools. You don't know how to get through this. You don't know how to use this time in a way that is going to make you stronger on the other side. Please, I plead with you. Please have the courage to show up and reach out for help. Have the vulnerability to reach out. Don and I, the only reason why we are at where we are at right now in our marriage And personally, is because six years ago, different points in the six years, we have had to humble ourselves and be vulnerable enough to ask for deep help from other people. We did not get to this place on our own. And I do not want this to ever come off. Anything that we say ever come off like we are above anybody or that we're better than anybody Because the only reason why we have gotten to where we are at right now is because of so many other people showing us these tools, giving us these tools, and then actually using them and practicing them and falling on our faces, then getting back up, asking for more help, falling on our faces, getting back up, asking for more help. And so if you are out there and you need support, please reach out, utilize us. We have been so blessed 
to have so many phenomenal people in our lives over the last 10 years of our marriage to help us. I have been so blessed to watch and witness and be mentored by so many people that have been through so many life experiences that I don't want to go through myself that have been here to help me through my life. And so if there's any way that we can serve you, support you in what you're going through right now, no matter what, there is no judgment. I have no place to judge any of you at any time because like I said, we've all been there. We have all been there. I have almost abused my kids. I have treated my wife horribly, not in physical ways, thank God. Um, but I have not been a supportive husband at times. I've been an outright jerk. I have not been there for her at numerous points. I've been a horrible father at different points. I've been a horrible friend at so many different points. But thankfully, I've had so many people that have supported me and shown me the way. And so if we can do anything to help and support you, please reach out during this time. We are all in this together. The only way we're going to get through this is together. Mm. I keep saying to Don, anyone I talk to, love is literally the only way that we're going to get through this. And there's a beautiful definition in the Bible of love. Love is patient. Love is kind. Does not envy. It is not rude. It is not boastful. It is not self-seeking. Love always hopes, it always trusts, it always perseveres. Love never fails. The only thing that is going to get us through this is love. Love for yourself, love for each other, and love for the world as a whole. Love for God, first and foremost, higher power, universe, whoever you believe in. Remember that. It's love that is going to get us through this. We hope you guys were encouraged by this. We're going to do this more often. We have the time. We have the time. <laughs> but if there is anything we can do to support you, we would love to be here. Love to have a conversation with you. For the husbands and fathers out there, um, please reach out. I've been where you're at. Um, and I want nothing more to help you through the prison that we can put ourselves in. Um, I would love to help you. Um, and same thing with Dawn. Yeah. Uh, I know as a, as a woman and what she's doing, um, please don't hesitate. We love y'all. Hope you have a great day. And Peace. we will talk to y'all soon.